0: Welcome to A Barrel of Oranges, the podcast where history and pop culture collide. I'm Kim Sherman, your historian and host. Today we're going to be following along with the second half of our conversation about Our Flag Means Death Season 2. So if you haven't had a chance yet, go back and listen to Part 1 of our extravaganza, recapping some of our favorite moments of Season 2. We talk a little bit about new characters, we talk about music and costuming and all sorts of fun stuff. Today we're going to pick right back up with that again, so you'll hear me and my sister Pam, our literature and film geek, Uh, talking some more about transformations and all sorts of character growth and big moments in season two. And of course, we're going to be diving into more of these topics in more detail and more depth throughout upcoming episodes coming to you in January of 2024. So we hope that you are doing well and that you find a little bit of fun in today's conversation. Pirates, ye be warned, there be spoilers ahead. So, yeah, I mean, talk about transformations. I mean, relationships are changing throughout yeah. the season. We have significant transformations in the relationship between Ed and Izzy and between yep. Izzy and Steed. I don't know. Like, what do you think is what stuck out to you throughout the season between those different dynamics?
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's just so much to unpack with both Especially with Ed and Izzy, I feel like, because there's still so much that's kind of left unsaid mm-hmm. between them. You know, we have, in the first episode, like, Izzy's like, I have love for you. Like, there's a, a love of some form there. Right. And that's kind of, like, what's driving Izzy to be like, something's got to change. And that's, you know, because he lands on that, that ends up, like, being, you know, bad for him because Ed ends up shooting him. Sure. Um, but, you know, he's got the crew in mind when he's thinking about that and, um, you know, as, you know, Con's talked about it a little bit more in recent weeks in interviews that, like, you know, Izzy has this love for Ed and even though Ed doesn't necessarily feel the same way, like, he's seeing the man he, he loves being destroyed and yeah. he knows that at this point that Steed is actually good for Ed mm-hmm. and that you know, something's gotta change, you know, or he's gonna lose Ed as well, like, so, yeah, I mean, there's just so much going on, like, that, that, um, scene in episode two between Ed and Izzy Mm. as well, like, Mm -hmm. after Izzy's had his leg amputation and all that, like, there was just so much there, it's crazy, Yeah. like, how intense it was. Like, yeah, there's just, like, a lot going on under the surface,
0: in addition to what you're actually seeing play out there, and... I think too, like talking about like the way that Izzy loves Ed and vice versa, even like Mm -hmm. while there might've been at one type of, at one particular time, there might've been some kind of like that Eros type of love, like the kind of really like romantic type of love in a way, especially from Izzy's perspective. I think there's something way, way deeper there that in a way it's almost like, that much deeper aspect of love that's almost like a brotherhood familial type of love like mm-hmm. they've spent so much time together that supersedes anything that Izzy personally wants out of the relationship I guess but yeah. the, the
1: aspect of like yeah, how he's just so concerned about its survival yeah. by the end of yeah. episode 2 definitely and like uh, yeah like you know if you, if you go off the information that you know Ed says later on that he's been with fang for 20 years that probably means that he's been with izzy for 20 years so that's a long time to like be around someone and to look out for each other and potentially save each other's lives and like you know all that goes much deeper than just like romance you know
0: because Um, in addition to that it's also like with thinking about pirate culture and the way that these crews would have had to work together, you're like putting your entire life in the rest of your crew's hands mm-hmm. a lot of times, even just as the average crewman, because of the fact that every time you go into a raid, it's a do or die kind of
1: situation. So you yeah. have to trust the people around you, yeah, that it's going to go well. But yeah, I mean, all of that, you know, everything that happens in the first couple episodes, like, serves to really continue to transform ed and izzy's relationship like there's got to be some deep hurt there when you think about like you know ed pretty much like left izzy to to um like shoot himself and stuff and like just different things like that like there's a lot more going on underneath the surface but also like you know later in the season you can see like forgiveness there like izzy is like you know in some ways i put myself in that situation because of what i have did you know yeah. Or that's how he feels anyway like even if it's not really true like yeah. ed shouldn't have done what he yeah. did but um but yeah even as like ed and him interact later in the season like you still see that like izzy admires him and mm-hmm. you know is you know happy that he's you know finding happiness again yeah. you know yeah Exactly. So, yeah.
0: And, and, of course, being so focused on moving forward and not dwelling in the past. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that attitude is something that is really, like, refreshing to see. Yeah. And especially for his character, because you kind of think of, like, how grumpy he is in season one and just kind of like you could really see his character like stewing in
1: that mm. but he
0: decides not to do that yeah and, and doesn't like see that as
1: productive he's kind of like you know in some ways a symbol of like piracy itself and like mm. but at the same time even though he is kind of like that traditional kind of picture of piracy like he's like we need to move forward yeah. and like the way we've been doing things isn't working and we need right. to change that. And he's like seeing kind of like Steve's way of leadership. And he's like, this is something new that could actually work. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and that all feeds into a yeah. whole new dynamic between Izzy and Steve. Absolutely, which I was just eating up, man. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you've been following along with our stuff for a while, then you know that, you know, it's not that we've like, hate we definitely have not been izzy haters but we've always been like okay he's the antagonist in season one in a way yeah and or one of the main antagonists so especially when it came to like trying to undermine everything between ed and steed so to see this transformation we were really excited about seeing where his character went in season two so especially with this whole dynamic change it's just (laughs) it's funny
1: yeah in a lot of ways yeah and
0: it's heartwarming too because again you see that like Izzy's like, oh my gosh, you know, you are so important to the, to the crew, to Ed, to the whole dynamic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, you start out with, you know, Steed being reunited with, with Izzy and that part of the revenge crew and, you know, Izzy, you know, potentially trying to like spare Steed's feelings a bit about what happened with Ed first and like, But also being, like, we need to take responsibility for how we both hurt Ed and make sure that we're acting for the good of the crew. Yeah. So that part of it. And then, like, you know, once Steve, like, puts in this plan of, like, rescuing the crew from the red flag Mm -hmm. and getting the revenge back. Then you have this moment with Izzy where he, like, genuinely tries to say thank you for, like, saving us. Because he knows that, like, Steve didn't have to save him. Yeah. I think that's, you know, probably his guilt Mm -hmm. talking there because he thinks he's killed Ed (laughs) at this point. Yeah, yeah. and then you move into, like, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about, you know, Izzy and the crew in general in episode four. And how all that changes, but then... You know, you get to episode five and then it's like, you know, Izzy takes Steed under his wing, basically. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm going to show you a thing or two about being a pirate. (laughs) So, yeah. um, Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, going back for like one quick second to that scene in, I guess it's, yeah, episode three. Yeah. um, When Ed and, excuse me, when Steed and Izzy are in the captain's quarters and Steed's going Mm -hmm. around and removing all the knives and everything. And they are having that conversation about Ed and once again he kind of, like, you know, stalling out on, like, not really wanting to reveal what's going on, that when they do take that responsibility for what happened, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I think that's such a, such a mature reaction to things, because, yeah. again, they could have done the whole blame game with each other in various ways, yeah. and they both kind of are like, we just need to make sure that everything moves forward. Yeah. And, of course, Steed's, like... You know, at that point in time, they hadn't found
1: it. He didn't know that Ed was still on board. Of course, Izzy thinks he's dead. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. so much. Oh, so much. There's so there. much going on there. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that, you know, the dynamic in episode five is fun because it makes me think of constantly of like Mulan, where yes. it's like the whole be a man thing. Let's and like. get
0: down <laughs> to business.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love to like I love that the scene where like is he's like I think you're amazing. It's like he gives <laughs> really backhanded compliments the entire yeah. conversation. Yeah. Like you know, Steve like starts feeling good about himself, and then Izzy he takes him back down again, yeah. you know, knocks him um, down a peg or two. Yeah. yeah, and just like the whole montage of like trying to do rope swinging and trying <laughs> to shoot things. And I love montages
0: like yeah. that. I know they can be so like cliche in a way, but I love them. Yeah,
1: they're yeah. so much fun. Um. But, yeah, it's just a fun episode. Um, And also, like, you know, all the stuff with the cursed suit as well. And, like, Izzy kind of being, like, you know, you need to listen to the crew when it comes to things like this, superstitions. You know, you even have that moment um, toward the end of the episode where, like, Steve looks to Izzy to be like, what should I do here? And Izzy's like, you need to kind of give in. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. You know, I like seeing that, like, they're listening to each other at this point. Mm -hmm. And, um... Yeah, there's like a mutual respect that is building between them, um, which yeah. is really nice to see. Yeah. Um, especially since they both pretty much hated each other's guts in the first <laughs> season. So.
0: Yeah, and then of course that continues to be
1: fun as we get past like,
0: you know, episode six and yeah. and Izzy's just like. I mean, that like scene of the morning after when he comes and he's just beaming,
1: and I just he's like, like, you it guys finally did it. Congratulations. Me <laughs> every time.
0: And he's, it's like, you know, he was just like about to, he was probably vibrating all night thinking about how he wanted to go in there and make that joke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just like so fantastic. So, yeah. yeah. I love that. And you talked about kind of like when Izzy mentions that whole like in needing to listen to the crew and that sort of mm. thing, his relationship with the crew is also changing. Yeah. Um, From the very beginning of the season onwards from there, because he is really having to become, um, I, I don't know if the inter- intermediary might not be the right word, but kind of like someone who's having to kind of stand in the breach, I guess yeah. you could say. I mean, he has
1: to try to protect them. the crew. Yeah. And yeah. Ed,
0: because I mean, he, Ed is kind of, again, going off the rails and putting the crew in danger. Is he's like, nope, not my kids. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're not gonna fuck my fuck with my kids because this is like the important aspect of being a pirate crew
1: is yeah. the crew itself. Yeah, and I mean, right from the beginning in episode one, seeing the crew be like, You're in an abusive relationship with Blackbeard. Yeah. Right now. And giving him comfort, like mm-hmm. Fang's giving him a hug, Frenchie's holding his hand and like giving him space to like actually feel Yeah those emotions that he's having to bottle up whenever he's around Ed. Cause mm-hmm. if he shows any of that to Ed, like he's done.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, it kind of goes from all that to, you know, he, I feel like in episode four, he feels like he's kind of a shell of a man. He's yeah. alone and, um, you know, not much use anymore because of mm-hmm. his leg and, you know, all these different things. And then seeing the crew come together yeah. Um, to make him the unicorn leg, um, prostet you know, prosthesis and all that, like yeah, and yeah, just completely yeah. changes Izzy like.
0: It's it's a moment of bonding, like for
1: the crew to come together and do that for
0: Izzy, and then again a reminder that he is so important to them. Yeah, like, and.
1: You know, it's like well, it's like you know, Jim said in episode two, he's a dick, but he's our yeah, dick. Like, exactly. Um, he's he's
0: a part of this no matter what. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, and that's still like that scene where he opens the note for, and it's like for for the new unicorn or whatever. It still makes me tear up a little I bit. Know. Like it's such a moving scene. Yeah, it's
0: beautiful because it's like yeah, he's standing on the bow of the ship there, and he's like you know he's got the prosthetic on, and he has like the the note. And of course you see buttons fly by yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like the passing of the torch to the first mate kind of yeah. thing in a way but also you have you know him I think that's like that turning point of like you know where he becomes way more hopeful and is like okay I have to keep moving forward because yeah. if I don't
1: I, it's, it's no all over use. yeah 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 um yeah and then you just see like he's very serene in episode yeah. 5 and yeah. like you know the the crew is kind of like joking around and being loud on deck and yeah. you know that kind of thing and he's just he's just standing there whittling yeah. and like he's just eating he's it up. not he's loving it he's not yelling at people or yeah. anything like um so yeah it's it's nice to see that and you know to continue to see the crew accept him in episode 6 whenever mm-hmm. he you know, puts on the drag makeup and, um, sings La Vie en Rose and, you know, needle drop. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, we didn't even talk about that, but, you know, um, yeah, I mean, he, at that point, he actually feels comfortable enough with the crew to actually reveal another part of himself or embrace another part of himself. And that's really nice to see. I just had this thought of almost like
0: Because we could go into this a lot more in future on another episode potentially. But I, thinking of him, and again, this, I, just the caveat here is I don't know a ton about drag culture. So I'm just going to kind of make this as kind of a side statement. But, like, thinking of, like, putting on the makeup, putting on that persona could almost be like a mask in a way. Mm. But I feel like for Izzy, when he does that, it's almost like he's taking off a mask. Like, it's way more about, like, being vulnerable than... Yeah. and putting on something else. I feel like he is really showing a part of himself that he normally would never.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and even like, you know, when Cons talked about it, he's said it's kind of like a coming out for Izzy, not yeah. necessarily like as like a thing of like, oh, I'm queer or not queer or whatever, but like just, you know, Izzy revealing more of himself yeah. and being comfortable to do that yeah. um at that point. Yeah. Um so yeah
0: um he's really a big softy
1: yeah he is yeah <laughs> he's a just a grump, softie. a grumpy softy <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes
0: absolutely oh so gorgeous
1: we love izzy yeah he's like yeah. It, it makes me mad sometimes because you know i kind of like loathed loathed oh i can't say it i loathed loathed loathed, loathed. it's a <laughs> weird one Anyways, I didn't care for Izzy in season one, mostly because, you know, whenever I watch things, I kind of get hyper-focused on certain things, and yeah. I was hyper-focused on Ed and Steed, and he was messing things up for Ed and Steed. <laughs> but man, I just grew to love him so much in season two. Um, he's like, other than Ed and Steed, he's like my favorite character now. hmm Yeah. You know? Totally. Um. Which is why by the end of the season, we were both like, in mourning. morning. Yeah. <laughs> Literally yeah. weeping on the couch yes. at seven am watching that episode. yeah, but... we did actually decide to watch the last
0: episode early that day before work. And I tell you what? the rest of the day i I, I wore all black. <laughs> I was like, I salute you, yes. Mr. Hands. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I have to, yeah. you know, enjoy the the moment of like being in that place of feeling something so mm. deep. Yeah, I am one that definitely. At times, I am bad about avoiding a lot of media or like, like, especially like reading books that are too sad or too in my feels kind of thing, because I'm like, I don't want to go there. But like, that was just so beautiful. And I love that mm-hmm. it, it allowed viewers to be able to go there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that scene between, you know, talking about Ed and Izzy's dynamic, like, that scene between Ed and Izzy and episode eight is so important for how Ed God, moves on. Yeah. Um, because like Izzy's like, they love, they love Ed. They love you. Yeah. Like this whole Blackbeard thing needs to go away yeah. because that it was, was you and me. at one
0: point in time.
1: Yeah. We did that. That was us. But that's but over. You need to move on from it and you need to embrace the love that this crew gives you and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's just such a beautiful scene. And then like also just seeing how... Like, little ways that, like, the crew is, like, taking the memory of Izzy with them. Yeah. Like, you know, um, Jim has Izzy's glove now, yeah. um, which is really, really sweet. You know? um, and, yeah, um, every every crew member on their revenge has, like, their little, like, they love Izzy yeah. in, in their own way. Yeah. Um, and I love that a lot so even if it's a tough love (laughs)
0: yeah yeah exactly oh yeah I mean gosh there's so many other things we can talk about here um one of the things we also talk we were thinking about talking about is just like there's a few parallels between season Mm -hmm. one and season two if it's if it's just like kind of like a scene resurfacing or kind of like a very similar scene one that I know that we want to talk about briefly is kind of the moonlight scene 2.0 yeah. <laughs> um, because it's so adorable. Yeah. And I was completely like, I was not expecting that. No,
1: at all. I wasn't either. And um, I lost my mind because the <laughs> moonlight scene was my favorite scene yes. in season one. So um, for them to go back to that and be like, let's have a do over. Like, yeah. Because, um, you know, both Ed and Steed had been thinking about that yeah. moment, you know, since it happened, like, yeah. what could have been, you yeah. know? Definitely, like, lots of regrets there. I think, yeah, like... or being like, oh, like, he was looking at right. me in that way, and I just completely missed it, yeah. you know? Like, I feel sure. like from, at least from Steed's perspective, yeah. he was like, oh, that's what that moment was. Because yeah. um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, by the time that moment happens, Ed knows that he's in love with Steed. Yeah, I think so. He knows so. by that point. Yeah. Like, he's there's no way he doesn't. absolutely fascinated
0: by Steed on that yeah. But right back to the revenge at the end of that episode, yeah. Um, I know.
1: But Um, yeah, to get that again. Ugh. Yeah. Like, where to start with it? I love all the little expressions and, like, reactions that Steed has to Ed's story about catching the fish. I know. Um, It's just
0: very endearing. Yeah. And literally, you know, some of the lines being, like, the callback
1: to you where fine things Well, Yeah, and Ed saying it this time. And, like... You know, th- it's kind of like a domestic moment of them coming back together after a day apart and being yeah. like, how was your day, honey? Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, Steve, I think at times feels like he's a little bit too much. Yeah. And so for Ed to be like, oh, well, that wasn't a long story at all. Yeah. Like, I, you know, you could have told me more yeah. than what you just told me. It's like Steve um, tried to,
0: like, tone it down a little bit. Yeah. And it's
1: like, no, give
0: me all of you. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. 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 and then to know too that like so much of that scene was improvised and they just do such a again it speaks to the dynamic of acting between Reese and Taika and just the way that they play off of each other so well in these moments and yeah Yeah. it's gorgeous and we get the
1: first kiss of the season as well which is a nice little romantic moment yeah and yeah and also like that they're talking it through in this Mm -hmm. scene as well and being like we need to take it slow because we're both prone to whims yeah (laughs) <laughs> and we need to be careful this time around. Yeah. And yeah, it's nice to to see that.
0: Yeah. To see that maturity there once again. Yeah. Slowly growing maturity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the other thing too is that like, as the season progresses, we see Steve really having to, I think we see it re- really even from episode one, because he's taking responsibility for his crew in trying to ensure that they're like fed and housed. And like, I mean, he could have just left everybody behind and yeah. been like, I'm going to go find Ed, <laughs> but no, I mean, he is like committed to ensuring that this crew stays together from then onwards. He's really doing a lot to change the way that he pirate captains or yeah. captains whatever, See how he <laughs> captains these pirates. Um, and really steps into a role, a leadership role that he, only maybe, like, played at in yeah. in season one, but now he's really embracing. But he's also embracing aspects of piracy that, like, are a little bit more, like, tough than he mm-hmm. had in the past.
1: Like, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, again, yeah, like, the whole training montage kind of thing, and he's also dealing with, like, like his reaction more specifically to like Ned Lowe in yeah. episode 6 there's a lot going on there yeah. and and kind of the whole like episode 7 like being the
1: yeah i mean celebrity i feel like there's so much there so like you know you have the moment of like he concocts this plan to make sure they all yeah. get off the red flag and back to the revenge because if not, half the crew is going to be executed for mutiny. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got that. You've got um, you know, in episode four, even though he gets Ed back, he actually like has a crew vote on whether yeah. Ed can stay on the ship or not, exactly. and he actually respects their opinion. Yeah, he asked Izzy for mm-hmm. his vote as well, and like, you know, there's a big change there. Like yeah. even though he's got what he was looking for, he's also like, I have to think of the crew too. Yeah, like, exactly. and not just yeah. myself. Yeah. Um. So that's cool. And then, um. yeah, just like all the stuff in episode five about becoming a better captain and listening mm-hmm. to the crew again, like about the superstition stuff yeah. and all of that. Um, and then episode six, like them kind of working together to have this, this nice evening yeah. to turn the poison into positivity, Ugh. as they say. Um, Because Ed's still feeling pretty guilty about what happened. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, to have that ruined by Ned Lowe. Yeah. um, Yeah, really kind of fed into what happens at the end of the episode. Yeah. I mean, he
0: becomes so much more self-aware, in a sense, Mm -hmm. throughout the season. But also, like, at the same time, he's still dealing with his own trauma. Because I think that plays into a lot of of that reaction towards... Towards Ned and and the aftermath of all of that. Yeah. Um, and you have the whole, like,
1: like, side of it of, like, confidence in the romantic hero part of it. Yeah. And then, yeah, really kind of, like, feeling like he has to be tough at the same time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that leads to him killing Ned Lowe and Ed's, Ed didn't want him to kill Ned yeah. Lowe. Um, but, you know, so much of that is, like, I guess... Um, fed by one that their evening was ruined and that the crew was tortured and one and and one and two um you know ned lowe talks to ed in a very derogatory manner Mm. um and steve's not going to put up with that
0: yeah (laughs) yeah and also just thinking of like and that leads him to be in this place of, like, almost leaning into some of the more toxic aspects mm. of piracy. Yeah. Especially thinking about, like, the cultural stuff, like, that we see in, in Episode 7. But, I mean, it's still, like, it's only a, an aspect of that. Because, like, you talk about the beginning of Episode 7 and that scene when they're having breakfast together. Mm. Ed and Steter are having breakfast together. And even when they're having their, like, little date and everything. Yeah. It, there's still that, like, softness there that is mm-hmm. that openness and vulnerability because they discuss, like... Ed's, like, willing to discuss this whole thing of, like, how he saw Steed as a merman and that sort of thing. Yeah, there's, like,
1: those moments of vulnerability with each other. And, like, Steed talking about writing the letters. and Yeah. um, Yeah, those are really great moments. And then even at the end of episode seven, like, Steed realizes that, like, some of the crew might be leaving him. And he's like, I don't want to let them go. And then he gets into this whole duel with Zhang, which is a bad (laughs) idea. Um. <laughs> the whole time you're just like, no, don't do it. Like, yeah, you're gonna get Steve your ass is still a moron, but yeah. you know he's still a little more capable than he used to be. But <laughs>
0: he's a moron, but he's our moron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah.
1: But yeah, there's a lot going on there.
0: Yeah, um. definitely. Um, I mean, there's we've talked about a lot of highlights. Are there any other iconic scenes that stick out to you that you want to talk about before we talk a little bit about like the kind of wrapping up of the?
1: the last episode? Um, I really like, you know, some of the moments in episode four um, when kind of Steed and Ed are trying to rebuild their yeah. their relationship a bit. Yeah, especially like, you know, the moment where Steed's like, you know, going to tell Ed that he loves him and Ed's yeah. like, no, you can't say that to me. And then Steed like still finds a way to tell him like. Um, yeah. And it's just like, you know, an instant thing where Ed's like, yeah, I still love him. <laughs> yeah. I love just, like, the
0: there's just, like, a cute aspect of that whole thing of, like, yeah. Ed being, like, under the blanket again. Like, you know, he's, like, I'm trying to hide away kind of mm-hmm. thing. But also, you know, he wants, I think he wants to be, I think he wants to love Steed and he wants Steed to
1: love him. But he's afraid yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah,
0: And it's such a cute yeah moment.
1: Yeah, Aww. And, uh, of course, I, I really like the moment, too, at the end of that episode, you know, between ed and buttons as well yeah. like the whole idea of transformation and um you know buttons is transforming into a seagull because he wants to be able to love the sea yeah. better um just as you know ed needs to change and transform enough in, in order to to love steed better as sure. well so um yeah gosh i'm trying to think of what else i know, I know. there's other things I'm, like, that i'm blanking on what's happening here. Um... Hmm. I mean, totally
0: love, like, how Steed engineers that plan to get off the red flag, mm. like, completely by himself, pretty yeah. much. He's like, okay, I'm going to use these towels. He I'm used use chamomile
1: tea, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, like, you know, this is what we're going to do kind of thing. But I don't know.
1: I hmm.
0: There's so many things. i mean, I'm there's to the... think of something that's maybe not on the immediate radar. I mean, um, there's,
1: like, the moment where, like, uh, on the beach when, like, Ed and Steed reunite again, well, yeah, and, like, they're fighting honestly. the British. Like, there's Ugh. some really cool shots in there, man. It's so
0: great. You've got some action shots yeah. in there. Both of them are getting some some hits in. You've got, like, <laughs> the reunited kind of, like, moment that of course has Nina Simone in the background, and yeah. you've got that, like, immediate like reconnection of like I know you love me kind of thing it it very much had that feeling of like Han Solo and Mm -hmm. and Princess Leia almost (laughs) like that call back there a little bit but I I mean it's just again so sweet Yeah. and then they go right back into it
1: you know I hadn't even really thought about it before you know Ed's like sorry I was such a dick and Ed's like you weren't a dick, life's a dick. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's... I literally just thought, that's a callback to episode five yeah. whenever Ed's talking with Fang. Yeah. And he's like, do you think I'm a dick? Yeah. And Fang's like, oh, yeah. yeah. And he's like, "Where are you not going for that? And it's like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> To think about.
0: Yeah, so. definitely. Because I think that's something that Ed's worried about is like, how do I come across to everybody? Yeah, I mean, even that, that scene with Fang when... Ed and finger are fishing and everything. It's just such a cute, like, moment of these two people that have been together for decades that yeah. we find out. And, like, they're still learning things about each other. And, again, it's a moment of, like, vulnerability. And Ed's, again, trying to figure out how do I address all this hurt that I've caused. Yeah. But, and things in a lot of ways, just kind of like, yeah, we'll just keep moving forward kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's very willing to just set it aside and ed still doesn't know how to deal with it i think he's kind of like really confused by the whole thing of like you know people just going to forgive me in a way yeah um and also
1: like fang is kind of points out like you almost need to stop like externalizing things and look mm. within as well and like also just focus on yourself and getting yourself out of that place um and you know it's important to note too that like Ed does apologize to Fang yeah. in this scene, which he says he's sorry, which yeah. is like a big thing. Yeah. Um, he's, he's like, Oh
0: my gosh, I didn't realize all these things that I thought were just part and parcel yeah, of being like a, a game. pirate yeah.
1: were really hurting people. Yeah. 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 And, you know, apologizing to Izzy about his leg as well. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very kind of in passing, but you know, it's just like the awkward yeah. moment of like, Man, I'm really sorry. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. <laughs> um,
0: but, so much stuff to unpack there, but yeah, yeah, I mean, there's so many iconic scenes. One other that I'll give a oh, quick shout out to I is I love the. This is a shout out to the filming crew of photography and everything is to the filming of the fight scene in the Republic of Pirates. It's yes, that's a really good in one. Episode seven, one continuous shot, a continuous shot scene, and it is so cool. The yeah. choreography. I mean, I, I would be the person that would screw that up entirely. So kudos to every single person yeah. that was in that room getting everything right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> At least from our perspective, it looks like they got everything right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah. I thought of one more iconic scene that we yes. have to talk about. Okay. Um, we have to talk about Ed finding Steed's letter. <gasps> yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. So and good. also, like,
1: him rising out of the ocean with oh, his leathers on is, like, very cracking. Like, yes. if Steed's and... dead, I'm, like, never coming back from this kind of thing. Like,
0: yeah, and the whole undertone of the music that mm, comes out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I caught bits and pieces of it, but I think it was something on social media that someone had pointed out. That the music in that scene, if you're listening, it's not only the Kraken theme from like season one in terms of like the the soundtrack. It's also intertwined with a version, I think a minor key version of the song that the Swede sings in season one to awaken the Kraken. And you're just like,
1: (gasps) (gasps) I mean, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. But man... That, uh, the, I love that they brought the letters back. Yes. Like, um, that that wasn't something that was just, like, a thing that they put at the beginning of yeah. the season and didn't address again. Like, which it does come up in episode seven that right. Steed has written these letters and stuff. And Ed's like, oh, what what did you write to me? And, like, Steve was like, oh, they were just letters or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, Steed, you liar. Yeah. <laughs> um, because then, I mean, him finding that letter, that's the turning point of, like, this is what we have yeah. together. And I think it's totally. like a light bulb kind of turns on for Ed in some ways.
0: And it's probably also thinking like, no one's ever done this for me before. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's something that he doesn't want to lose.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We wrote our names on each other in permanent ink. Ugh. <sighs> good grief. Steed. Steed. <laughs> Romantic oh, throb so for the win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. You wrote him a lovely letter.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so good. But yeah, I mean, going into that last episode, we've got a lot of things happening. I mean, we've already touched on the loss of Izzy, but like things are also looking new and, and kind of a new chapter, if you will, for the crew, for mm-hmm. Ed and Steve. Yeah. We don't know where things are heading. Obviously, you know, we're still waiting to find out if we're going to get a season three. We really hope that we will. Yeah.
1: That's the plan. I mean, um, I feel like it would be dumb if they didn't renew it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's a weird time for yeah. media right now. Um, yeah. But I feel like the response to it has been spectacular yeah. for season I mean, two. C- compared to how small it started last season and it kind of growing and yeah. really the fandom, the growing fandom kind of largely being, you know, responsible for a renewal last time, like um yeah I feel like they would be foolish not to renew it and even like the
0: the reaction from like critics and from yeah um you know we're seeing episodes popping up in like the best tv episodes of 2023 Mm -hmm. we're seeing that you know obviously there's still ways to go with like future award seasons and stuff but you know We're seeing a good response both on the fan level as well as like on the level of like press and
1: yeah uh, critics. The the so called critics and whatnot. So yeah. I mean there was like a BuzzFeed thing today that came out that was like um, you know, however this list of like um kind of character dynamics and like, um, chemistry and stuff. And Tyka and Reese made it onto that for Blackbeard and Steve because of their, their chemistry together and stuff. I know that like, uh, episode six for
0: Calypso's birthday, that was on, uh, Entertainment Weekly's best episodes of the year. Yep. And episode three, um, was on a list for Mashable, I think, for the best episodes of the year. So yeah, I mean, like yeah and it's it's a variety of things that are getting recognized it's not just like one single thing yeah for sure so that's that's a good sign i think yeah yeah so i mean we have uh the revenge sailing off into the sunset basically with a new captain yep and kind of a new lease on life if you will the new revenge uh in a way so yeah what do you think
1: yeah, I mean, I'm stoked that Frenchie's captain yes. now. Um, I think that's going to be a really cool um, thing to see develop. Yeah. Um, especially since we don't know like, how Ed and Seed are going to come back into things for season three, but um, yeah, I mean, you, you see so much like Frenchie had to take so much responsibility mm. in this season too like becoming first mate to Ed um, in episode two yeah. and like um, or episode one, I should say. Um, and then, yeah, I feel like um, there's a lot more going on with Frenchie this season Yeah, yeah, overall. definitely. His
0: character, I'm not going to say that it was one-dimensional in season one, but it's like it, it, he gains so much more nuance in the new season. Yeah. Of course, like, I would love to see even more of that play out in future.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we've got uh, some new crew members yeah. on the revenge yeah. we've got jing and auntie yes yeah, so the same and, melding
0: of yeah of approaches to things yeah
1: and swede's back yeah. and jackie's with there him so man if we get season three we get leslie jones on the revenge I know. like how freaking cool oh is that gosh. that's gonna be amazing i, so I want to see so her much. do a pirate raid man. oh my gosh could like, you imagine you imagine that would be
0: amazing like oh and she's already second. also promising to bring back the bar better than ever. Mm-hmm. So yep. who knows? Yep. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I
1: love it. Yeah. There's just, there's so much to look forward to. And, you know, not to mention even like, you know, if we get season three, we've heard whispers of potential spinoffs yeah. to our flag means death. Exactly. So that means that. You know there could be spinoffs involving you know the re- re- the Revenge Crew in some other capacity or right. or whatever. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, even if
0: the yeah that story arc, if we're talking about like a three act story, yeah, for Ed and Steve, T, then yeah, yeah, we could definitely see the rest of the crew going on into the future. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I mean, obviously too. Then we have everything closing out with this lovely little domestic bliss moment if you will <laughs> i don't know if it's bliss because yeah. <laughs> they're in a very dilapidated house yeah. and something smells but we're innkeepers now yeah yeah
1: apparently yeah, yeah. So, i don't think it's gonna go well i don't think so either
0: i if this does not get explored In season three, I just want to see them trying and failing over and over again.
1: I feel like the first episode of season three is just going to be like them trying so hard to do it and then like failing miserably slash like people realizing who they are and they're having to like (laughs) flee for their lives from whoever. Like, Yeah. um, yeah, there's a lot of potential there. But yeah, I do want to see a bit of that domestic like, yeah we're trying to like create this space for ourselves and to like start a business and it's just not, not going as planned. Yeah. I mean, for the comedic purposes, at least, at least, but yeah, I mean, I hope that,
0: you know, as their relationship continues to, you know, transform that. Yeah. That yeah. we'll still see. The two of them together. Yeah. And as we've as we've also seen, like mentioned in interviews and so forth, we we know what happens to the historical Steve Bonnet and Edward Teach, but you know, we would be happy for
1: the history books to be rewritten on yeah. that in the case of this T V show. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um I also really love, you know Ed and Steve are on land now. They're trying to repeat be- kind of build their relationship on land, and, yeah. you know, I feel like, you know, kind of that feeling of, like, being more solid, I guess, mm. um, but also, I really love that they're, they're with both of their first mates, I know. like, you know, oh. they buried Izzy out front of the inn, and, you know, at the end, we see buttons fly in to, yeah. to land on Izzy's grave, so... Um, I love that, and I love, you know, the potential possibilities from that, you know, that we could see the return of Izzy Hands at some point, you know, there's a little bit of witchery going on with buttons, so. Something
0: witchy afoot. Yep. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, I don't think we can count anything out at this point in time, so, I mean, as Jenkins has said, there's no world of OFMD where hands is not a part of it So yeah. you know whatever that looks like we don't know yet but yeah yeah so many good things i think it it's it's capped off at a place where it feels good and also feels hopeful for the future yeah so, for sure yeah
1: let's hope maybe maybe in the I next know. few weeks we'll hear something yeah
0: exactly so Um, We know it's right smack dab in the middle of the holiday season, so who knows what's going on in those executive offices, but we hope that we'll hear something soon, and nevertheless, we are here to bring more episodes in the new year, 2024, baby!
1: We've got lots of exciting things planned, so um, we can't wait to share those things with you. Yeah,
0: so fingers crossed, all of our planning comes to fruition but we've got a huge list of topics and yeah. ideas to cover in various episodes. And yeah, we're going to see what happens. So thanks so much for being a part of the crew, coming along for the ride. We are going to keep pumping out some more stuff in the new year and just keep trying to, uh, yeah, explore this stuff that continues to occupy our minds
1: uh, throughout the day. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Best of luck
0: in the new year yeah. everyone. And, and in, so, in the
1: meantime, uh yeah. stay pistol proof. Stay pistol proof.
0: This podcast has been a production of Electric Kelpie Media. All research was conducted by Kimberly Sherman and Pam Sherman. Find us online at electrickelpymediacom slash oranges and on social media at Podcast Oranges.